now that we've wasted a perfectly good <laughs> intro. I'm sorry. It's, no, it, it's okay. Bladders are a natural <laughs> thing that happens to people. It's part of li- the life circle. circle <laughs> Should we circle life. back to the big book of porn? You're born, you <laughs> piss, and you die. You're not wrong. That's not really how it works, though. That was unimportant. Was that unimportant? what we're doing? Oh. Or to things in general. Things in genital, if you will. He said genital instead of general. Ooh. I got a bunch of shit written down. You know this is your show, right? You do the intro. Oh, shit. Welcome to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. Let's get to know each other. Fuck. Follow us on all the socials. <laughs> we have excellent SEO. Uh, except not anymore, motherfuckers. <laughs> I didn't blow it, damn it. <laughs> She's been waiting this whole time for you to fucking stop. <laughs> I was never gonna. Jeez. Oh. It's been a while. It it's has been, been a, a while. <laughs> oh, man. Of, of so. no fault of our willingness own. Yes. <laughs> Happy pandemic, everyone. Yes. Yeah. Technical issues kept us from meeting and, well, technical issues kept us from recording online. Yeah, we had a couple, but they just weren't. Physical just... issues kept us from being in person together. Yeah, exactly. So, so. The, and the technical recording the podcasts online were never as fun as doing it in real life. They Being were in the not. same room, um, vibing with each other, and then like there's also the delay of playing online, right? Yeah, yeah. There was so many issues with the online I mean, recording. recording so. online, not playing online. Hang on, I gotta Stupid find lag. a blank page on v- this. Video games have way less lag online than like they video does, do. which is a little weird. But like I've heard in a lot of podcasts that you know switch to you know recording online, they have their own delays where they would be waiting for someone to finish uh-huh. speaking. There's the penis your wife drew me. Nice, and that was a while ago. That was and, a while ago. And we would listen to podcast. I would listen to some podcasts online where they would actually constantly interrupt each other because they were trying to give each other a turn, and then they would wait and they would start talking, but they didn't know that there was a pause, and then that person started talking, and then like so many times it'd be like, "No, you go. No, you go. No, you go." Yeah, which is problematic. It is very problematic. Happens it's sometimes tricky. in real life. It's tricky. Way more on like you know long distance recording oh, yeah. video calls. So. Yeah, you can at least take cues in person, kind of like, you know, and now you go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's much better. So, yeah. but that's that's it. Guys, yeah. we're in the same room. Yeah, we're back together. Yes. Back together. Got Brian back in the house. You do. Right. Uh, I will give you banana chips when you've earned banana chips. Yeah. We've discussed this. Just getting him fucking over here actually earned him bananas. <laughs> <laughs> like, we should ante up. As if we have you, usually you're the one who brought him. I think that's part of the inner joke. It took us a second to remember Brian's inner joke about being the banana man or the banana chip man. Yes. Which was like that he brought banana chips one of, for one of our first recording sessions like two years ago. But yeah. like we, we were trying to remember on the way and I was like, wouldn't it be a funny part of the joke if like we just don't remember why he's the banana man? Can we make that mission accomplished? Because I truly don't remember why he's the banana man. Exactly. Yeah. No, he'll be the banana man now. And it's it sounds dirty, but it's actually not dirty at all. It's got nothing to do like. And I think that should be also a running part of the joke is that we refer to him as the banana man. And people are like, why banana man? What are you talking about? Does he have like a gigantic dick? And we'll be like, what's wrong with you? No, (laughs) because bananas are good. It's a good fruit. Lots of potassium. Yep. And they can kill me. 
I'm allergic to bananas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I didn't forget If that. somebody's got to be the banana man, it's not going to be it's me. It's not you. You do have a yellow uh, hydro flask, though. That's really deceiving. I do enjoy the yellow of the and the orange. I enjoy this color combination. Is really. It's pretty cool. But, yeah, folks, we're we're back. We're doing it for real. We are back. I think our jobs are also good enough now that we're like we feel we're actually we're coming on we're coming back strong for multiple we reasons. We, we are. Get to. We are. But we are like we are in full form and we are back. Indeed. Many yes, life changes. Back, back, many things. Back. Many things have shifted. The boys are back in town. Yeah. So I've been doing a case study. Mm-hmm. Can your wife make machine gun sounds with her mouth? Can my wife? Yeah. No, but she can <laughs> tell you what, what she can make, but I don't want to get off the subject. You go first. <laughs> I saw a TikTok where this guy was like, girls can't make machine gun noises with their mouth. And then there's a series of videos of guys going, honey, do a machine gun sound with your mouth. And they go, no, 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 no. Just or whatever, you know? And I'm like, and I asked my wife, I was like, can you make a machine gun sound with your mouth? And she was like, what? I was like, you know, just go. Or something, you know, just make yeah, that yeah. machine gun noise with your mouth. And she was like, no. <laughs> I was like, just try. She goes, no. No. She stubbornly refused to even attempt. How dare she? How dare she? I'll get it out of her later. No, you won't. It's You're impossible. Right, She's never going to do it. I want to try. I want to see if Give it a go. Like, we've had a long distance and amount of time away from each other. Now, what my the sounds my wife can make is like, I'll tell you this. We were, it's probably like a year or two ago, we were, I was like watching Phantom Menace, you know, like my yearly Star Wars binge. And Sarah was like, Sarah was like, I always know which one you're watching because of the, the sound of the pod race. And I'm like, what? And she's like, you know, like I'll just be in the next room and all I hear is like, she's like, she perfectly mimics a fucking pod racer from episode one. And I'm like, what kind? And she's like, it's always a bulbous pod racer because it always makes that jump, 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 jump noise. Yes, it does have that one distinctive noise above you all the other. You can hear it. Yeah, above all the other Listeners can probably hear it right now. Yes. <laughs> no, all our listeners, if they're if they're savvy, are all, the only thing they're hearing is podo. <laughs> ah, podo. Uh, I actually was watching it again this last week because How? Uh, 4K HD. How? Because it's a 4K. I'm watching them all again in 4K. Dolby Vision. How do you get past the 18 minute mark? It's listen, I barely do, but it's (laughs) like it's it gets more entertaining in the way that like since starting Clone Wars, and I don't want to go into this too much because that's more of an excitement ink, not a one Daniel Met Rich conversation. Um, it's a lot easier because they're they're trying to retcon the shittiness of the prequels to make things make sense. So the more of the prequels I watch and the more I kind of like get into the lore of Star Wars, the easier it is to watch the prequels. But what doesn't help in at all is watching the old graphic effects because if you watch in the scene just before the pod race and the pod racer hangar and 
Qui-Gon Jinn is about to gamble for the uh, slave rights to Anakin, and they, you know, sh- roll the dice on it. You watch closely to Watto's fucking girdle jockstrap, whatever the fuck he's wearing. Either way, you can, like, he literally just, it's not, it's fucking cockless. It's literally just, like, strappy little chaps is what they are that just like the world's most a, disappointing cod piece basically because it's not even there anyways i digress if you watch closely the graphics are now old enough you can see the belt clip into his skin and pop out uh, it's aged but it came out in 1999 so we have to remember how long it's been right and honestly i don't have an issue with any of that my issue is jar jar yeah same the minute he starts speaking, because I tried, I really, really tried, uh-huh. because I remember Phantom Menace being good and enjoying it. Same. I was in love with that movie. And I started out, I was like, yes, I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch the prequels again. I'm going to start with Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. 18 minutes in, Jar Jar shows up and proclaims his love. Boy, boy, I love you. And I'm like, done. Done. Turn, Turn it, it off. off. I've I've done that a couple of times too. Or if Over. I am not in the mood to can't. wait it wait it out for Duel of the Fates, I can't do it. Uh, can't. Yes. Nope. This should be a really <laughs> revealing conversation for those of you listening. There's a reason why we have two shows. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because Definitely. when Daniel Men- Met Rich started, it was purely like it was us being crude and rude and then also nerdy and people would listen and go the nerdy mixed with talking about like uh putting your dick and balls on a drum set practice pad and (sighs) playing around them in front of a crowd of 20 people those conversations don't blend well no and in fairness i started out with a case study about what women can't do and then you brought it straight to pod racing not that it's your fault. I'm you, just saying. So let's even tune into what women can't do, and here we are. It's a, Jesus Christ. Hey, <laughs> I am all for women making machine gun noises with their mouths, among other things. Among oh God, that's yes. because you're a pervert. Um, and, and my perversion. No I think it's really important to put down for anyone like new listening right now that we're a special kind of podcast in a way that. We actually like accumulatively over our like mm, I want to say almost a hundred episodes between two shows things we've messed up lost in the past uploaded didn't upload uh, we have accumulatively a little over seven thousand listens yes which is kind of crazy and amazing it makes me feel special because even you know the people I know that like our show the most that have listened to each episode two or three times because they you know caught up and they wanted to go back and listen to other ones they will. Um, they they can't listen to the show that much. Even if you listen to each episode, that's only like almost four hundred. Yeah. So like that's we have a lot of people listening to this fucking show, which is part of the reason we came back. Also, is because I had people asking me. You had people asking you. Yep. But the biggest thing for people to realize, if you're coming in, you know, to the rehash right now, to the restart, is that we are not professionals. <laughs> We will never claim to be professionals. We have mostly educated opinions, but we're never against being corrected in the comments. Even a little bit. We'll listen to it. Even in the next episode, if we need to have a different opinion, we'll have a different opinion because like we don't, you know, all we want you to know is that please don't take it for gospel, even though we preach. Hmm. And um, at the end of the day, as long as you're being good to people and nice to people, that's all that matters to us. Because we both right. lean in different directions on all kinds of ideologies, whether it be politics, religion, right. any kind of whatever. And the the beautiful thing is that we're both willing and ready to evolve. 
at all times. If our, I mean, going back and listening to old episodes and or you know going back and reading old journal entries, you know, because that's mm-hmm. the best way to find out where you are and where you're going is to keep daily journal and then go back and read five years ago. <laughs> See the shit you yeah. were worried about five yeah. years ago and be like, man, I was dumb. You know what's fucking horrifying is that I keep getting like these decade ago updates on Facebook yep. of things I was saying on my way out of high school. Yeah. I was a fucking dipshit. I was a dumbass. I was a loud mouth yeah. <laughs> and for no good reason saying vague, vague shit out loud on freaking Facebook that I thought made me smarter than everyone else. And like these were th- things that I said that j- they did not make sense. They didn't make sense or they were vague. And it, I feel every time I get I cringe when I see the things I said a decade ago on Facebook. Out loud. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I am so, so fucking happy that there was no social media when I graduated high school. <laughs> I am so fucking happy there was barely an Internet before I was 21. Right. Oh, man. The shit I would think, say, do, just stuff I wrote down, stuff that I go back and read. I'm just like, wow, you were this close to being a complete waste of space. Yeah. (laughs) And we just learn from our mistakes. That's the biggest thing we do. That's the things we want to do in the show as we go along is learn together and with you and however we need to. So in the future, uh, I think mostly so far we just make people laugh. We do a good job making people laugh or agree. If not with an entire sentiment, we might have to say at least a part of it. And, um, past that, if we offend you, we're sorry. That's it. If you need a hug, we'll give you a hug. But, you know, um, just know we never mean harm in the things we say. We think we're comedians. We're not. We're not professionals. No. No. We're barely novices. Anyway. Yeah. I would. I mean, I almost want to say we're intermediates, though, because we I mean, listen, we have this. We have the show. It's going. It's. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying is that we're, we're intermediate, but we're barely above novice. Yeah. So that sounded weird when I said it originally. Still, Thank you for the correction. Didn't sound as See, weird as always the evolving. Other intro when you were talking about we need to do an episode of porn. And then we were talking about we might do an episode based on porn. Yeah. And then we were like, but we won't make an episode of porn. We will not make porn in here with each other. No. Because that would be a weird podcast. That would be that really would be weird. <laughs> that would be really, really weird. You just hear like. Clapping in the background, (laughs) but and in the video, it's even weirder because he installed clap on, clap off lights. He just keeps getting like images on and off of what happened. (laughs) Just change. We'll we'll change the uh, the Amazon alert sound from. From the A word to a clap. <laughs> and it's like, you just hear a little pause and then it starts clapping again. There's a different position. Oh, man. Brian's eating popcorn in the background. Uh, <laughs> banana chips. <laughs> banana chip popcorn. That would probably be pretty decent. God, I wish I wasn't allergic to bananas. I love bananas. I, I, I grew up with them. And then I hit puberty and it was like, hey, congratulations. Bananas may now kill you. May kill you? Fuck. Yeah, it's a mild okay. allergy. If I oh. have one, I feel my throat start to itch, and then oh. I feel it start to close. Okay, fair enough. If so I don't like, react appropriately. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. So, so like eating a bunch, so like eating like a little bit of banana wouldn't be like the end of the world as much. No, but I know when I have a little bit of banana right away. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, my throat's burning. It's burning, and I haven't had anything oh. spicy. 
Okay. That's the sign. Yep. Okay. And then if I continue, then I know that it's going to eventually get more and more difficult to breathe. Same thing with watermelon. You're allergic to fucking watermelon? Which upsets me because it's Yikes. the same oh, thing. No. I grew up on watermelon. Yeah. Puberty hit and it was like, hey, guess what, fucker? You can't eat this anymore either. That's no good. It's like, God damn it. That's no good. I might be allergic to some things. <laughs> that I don't know. I never took the test. I'll find out, you know, when I break out in hives. Or... You'll, you'll find out once it happens. Because I was like, I ate like a whole mess of watermelon. Like, yeah, this is awesome. And then I woke up after going to bed. It was like, I'm gasping. I'm gasping a lot. Yeah, it's not good. What's the last thing I ate? Watermelon. Fuck. Fuck. That didn't work out so well. And then I tried it again. I was like, maybe it's not the watermelon. Oh, yeah, it was the watermelon. <laughs> I was at a picnic and it was like, maybe it's not the watermelon. Try a bite and 20 minutes later, oh, it was the watermelon. Yikes. So. Well, I'm glad you're still here with us. That's absolutely. the most important part is that you're still with us. Yes. So what you been up to? Well, you know, um, the good old question. It's nice to hear that again in this room. <laughs> what have I been up to? New job, one that doesn't, you know, uh, cause me to expire and and burn out so quickly. Part of the issue, um, not just pandemic-wise with, like, um, not being able to keep up with the show before was definitely also burnout um, because yeah. I had taken a promotion at work I wasn't ready for. Um, stacked with some other things just put me in a depression, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, we hadn't recorded that much to begin with even before the pandemic. And then we tried to start up again during the pandemic. That's also when, you know, we were like, Jesus Christ, trying to record online sucks. Yeah. So we went into our vaccines and we got back in the same room. We're good to go. Yes. Um, as, as far as life is concerned, it's really more of trying to find a happy place in adulting. I, I started journaling actually um, nice. a lot more. I know you you have for some time, but I actually started because I, I wanted to be able to kind of sort my thoughts on a daily basis amongst other things um, and be able to sort out sort out my thoughts so I can figure out what I'm feeling when I'm feeling it mm-hmm. and maybe not have so much pent inside that pent up inside that I'm you know that I get upset and I stop making a podcast you know what I mean right. that that I had listeners that I'm growing that I'm doing really well with and you know thanks to all these listeners who have still been fucking listening this whole time like oh, yeah. still, we haven't put out new episodes but we've had people and thank you for being here and listening again thank you everyone and doing it um to to show us that like we still we have a good show here we really do yeah and People like it, and that's all we ever really wanted was to have friends. Um, <clears throat> I digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, which kind of pushed push me back in the direction of me being like, uh, Rich, we do you know Excitement Inc. Season 2, which, I mean, we probably won't do seasons, but that was the first idea, which sent us mm-hmm. into this place of brainstorming how we're going to do the show better, how we're going to feel better about it. But um, the new job has allowed me to also like have that work-life balance. I'm at a place now aware, and we will not talk about our new jobs um, that supports me. I feel listened to at work. I do not feel like I'm repeating the same bullshit every day and not being listened to when I tell them things can be better and this is how you can do it and we need to do it because it's people are losing their shit and going nuts. Um, and being sad and being tired of this place. So at my new place, constantly listening to feedback, um, I get all kinds of PTO that I need to take care of me and mine. And, uh, I make a decent enough wage to pay the fucking bills, which is all you can ask for with a, with a job, you know, Mm -hmm. is to, um, get 
benefits, which is, I know this is liberal of me, folks. I think if you work a job, you should get benefits. I don't care if you're flipping burgers. I don't care if you're picking up dog shit. Like, you should get health benefits if you are adding tax money to the government's spending. Absolutely. That's all I think. Um, And then more. People need it for different reasons, but I feel like that's at least a bare minimum, right? So, um, that being said here we are with some more like middling i told you guys we are right in the fucking middle sometimes left mm-hmm. and right um that being said ooh, i got my benefits i got the pto and it's really nice um also another thing is you know like uh right at the end of the show sarah was finishing uh my wife was finishing nursing school and we get up to uh, a point where she's got a job. She was starting her new job. That was another thing. My father-in-law having a heart transplant and being there for them and around for them to help them adjust. And however, what they need to do also got in the way of me being more productive with the show well, mm-hmm. when we had stopped doing it as often. And yeah. Um, yeah, that's a real bullshit excuse, by the way. Man. I was, was kind of like, <laughs> for fuck's sake, you really, serious, man. How dare you heart, heart thing? Come <laughs> That is uh, that was being facetious. 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 Thanks, Brian. So, pastitious. Uh, I'm never gonna figure out the word. Go ahead. We uh, basically um, we got the ball rolling again, and that's kind of really all that matters. Uh, and I'm trying not. Yeah, I'm trying to get through an entire anecdote with not knowing not knowing what I'm saying, or like you know, mm-hmm. not knowing where I'm gonna go with saying what. But oh yeah, um, as you know, uh, Sarah. I, I put Sarah through nursing school for a long mm-hmm. time while she was using her free time to be available for her dad who became disabled with his heart disease. So we ended up doing um, um, a lot for them. I was the only income in the house, which is very hard when you live in Colorado because Colorado got really popular and the cost of living here skyrocketed. Yep. Sky that's it is not it, a decade ago rent was a thousand bucks cheaper. Yep. And that's pretty bad. So um I was the only one paying, but what got easier is that we are now double income. Dinkies, double income, no kids. So we have nice. we had the money to spend we had the uh, money to spend, and basically, it you know, living uh, check to check was no longer a thing, and so like it really helped my mental state. Just plain and simple, is not being in fucking poverty, essentially. You know yep. what I mean? Which we were never technically in poverty because we were well fed, and you know, like if I needed money here or there, like thank God our fucking parents aren't around to buy us groceries or pay for a bill here and there, help us catch up with rent, which happened a couple times, just because it's hard. You can't, ha- you literally cannot have one thing set off your bills. Nope. To or you will get fucking behind. Oh yeah. So just that one bill just will set you off in terms of like living. So adulting became really hard. Um, and then yeah, when Sarah started, you know, working as a nurse after I put her through nursing school, we were basically all set. The double income, not we didn't have to worry about fucking money anymore. And now that I'm in a place where I can think positively, where I'm not worrying about tomorrow fervently, and you know, or let alone the bullshit at the bullshit job that I had to have because I paid more money. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like it's like, boom, we're here. And I understand not everyone's afforded this luxury that, you know, I'm afforded and you're afforded with the jobs that we now really like. Yeah. Um, and for those of you in the struggle, like we'll always sympathize with you. We've always got the empathy because like w- doing this show 
uh, sometimes feels very easy. Sometimes we have days where we cannot get the goddamn computer working <laughs> <laughs> and it's not doing what we want to do and we can't line things up to do the way we wanted to do things, the promises we made. And the more promises I was making that I couldn't keep, the worst I felt as a creator, as a content creator as well that caused me to really feel like Artax in the <laughs> Swamp of Sorrow. Right. Which was like, I'm just sinking and there's no way for me to get out right now. So stupid horse. It's oh, yeah. Sorry. We've <laughs> basically we've talked about how it's it was legitimate depression there for a second. I had brain fog. I got on some antidepressants, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not Tony fucking Soprano. I don't need to hide my my goddamn depression because everyone goes through it. I treated it like a fucking adult, and I feel much better now. I got mm-hmm. the help that I needed. Nice. Part of the reason mental health should be accessible to anyone because, you know, <laughs> we, Absolutely. Don't, we don't need them freaking out and shooting up a, a store because they're hearing voices and think everyone is out to get them. Not that I was there, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, broad statement. That is a yeah. very, like, broad statement about something I'm trying to keep very small, and I apologize. Yeah. We do that sometimes. Well, I'm proud of you for take, for taking the steps necessary to get healthy. Thank you. Mentally, physically, emotionally. Yeah. Work life balance, e, yes. all those things are important, and I'm proud that you were able to be like, all right, I need to stop and get this figured out before we can keep doing this. Yeah, and I know that you take on a lie the the lion's share of all of this. Pretty much, I you know I show up and open the door, yeah. <laughs> let you in. Yeah. We hook, we set everything up, and then I just basically sit here and bullshit with you, but. My goal in all of this always was have time with my friends. Absolutely. Have time with my friends. And yes. when you are when when you hit 35, that's really really challenging. Mm-hmm. When you hit 40, it's nigh impossible. Yes. Especially if you have a job or career which m- makes demands on your time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it just becomes like I remember having friends. I apologize. Coraline is mad at her ass. She's mad at her ass? She gets mad at her ass. She's that Hi, frisky little goddaughter of mine. I hope she doesn't oh, have a... thank you. Yes. She's Brian just letting her rip That was for you. There. That's a gift. Sorry. There that are distractions. There are distractions in the show on occasion because, again, we have day jobs. Mm-hmm. You were you were talking about getting the ducks in a row and... So, yeah. And and ba- but basically, the whole... The whole point in me doing a podcast was I was like, I need to manufacture time to hang out with friends. It's true. I need to manufacture time to hang out, bro down, play around, talk about the shit that I really enjoy, and just be able to unwind with friends. And so I have really, really missed this podcast. Absolutely. Because it has been my main source of hang out with buddies. Yeah. And... If I can add while we're at it, the friends we've made doing the podcast. Yeah. Because you, you connected with our friend Steve yep. back home. You went to high school with him, but you weren't that – you weren't friends with him like, you know, back then as much in high school. We were we were like friendly. We were in passing, you know. There was no like animosity or anything. We sure, hung out absolutely. in a lot of the same circles, you know, and we were in marching band together. Yeah. So there was all that, but – it wasn't like, you know, hey, let's let's go hang out or anything. It was just. And we ended up playing yeah. D&D with him over the fucking pandemic. Yeah. 
which is so cool. Like, yeah. it, you know, like the show brought us together, closer together with people we didn't think would be closer with. Uh, my friend from school, Eric, he filled in mm-hmm. for Brian for a little bit while yeah. um, Brian was starting his new job and getting his ducks in a row. Yeah. And I've actually got a motorcycle for him. That's a side story. Never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think we talked about that on the podcast, though. I don't know. I digress. Possibly. Um, so, like, it's not a real motorcycle. Brian looks really <laughs> confused. We'll explain to you later, Brian. Um, but we got closer with Eric. We got to hang out with Derek, even play D&D with him, too. Um, and then uh, uh, Taylor, my friend from uh, King Supers, who I used to work with. Yeah. And we, we, we made friends, and she's... One of my best friends now, too. We don't like... And it's one of those things... It's cool where you can talk to someone you haven't talked to in a long time. Yep. And and still, like, you can hit them up and be like, hey, you, what's up? And then just talk like it has not been six months since you talked to each other. Right. Or another six months since you've talked to each other. You know what I mean? So, it's... Absolutely. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I think just keeping friends here and then making friends in the way we do this and the friends we're going to make by continuing to do this. Yes. 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 It's very exciting. Very exciting stuff. I'm super amped. Absolutely. So how you been? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Well, I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm trying to remember. We just try to remember how the format, how we do this. I want to talk a lot. Like I want to tell people like, you know, where the mindset is because it's, I feel like a floozy. I feel like a flake, you know, because it was so long, but I also feel like if ever a time there has been understanding in the world for things not going right, it's now. Oh yeah. It's, we are coming back now. And if, you know, anyone's got a, I was going to say there's, take this real quick. (laughs) We don't, they don't pay us to share their delicious chocolate beignets. So, half hour in, Daniel noticed the free advertising. No, listen, it's good for them. It's good for them. I don't know, dude, if they just wanted to deliver every Saturday we record, that'd be pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Brian and I noticed. We'll blur blur out the free advertisement that they don't get because they don't pay us. Um, We'll also bleep their names out. It was, uh, well, did I say? No, we haven't said the name yet. I didn't. Oh, you did? Did I just now? I didn't. This is why we have someone listening to what we do because we don't pay attention to what we say. Or we get out of hand and wish we never said it. Uh, yeah. So on that note, I think you know we're just in a we're finally in a comfortable place. That's just yep. it, and it takes a fucking minute. I turn thirty next week. You do on Friday. I turn fucking thirty years old. So it's a little. It sucks that we hear you know stories of our you know last generations who are like, yeah, we turned eighteen and then we bought a house with our just normal easygoing job. You know, <laughs> I had a job when I was eighteen. Why couldn't I buy a house? You know what I yep. mean? I had a job when I was twenty five. Why couldn't I buy a house? I'm turning thirty and I have a job. Why can't I buy a house? <laughs> <laughs> um, there is no. There is no. Yeah, there is no home purchases. It, 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 not in Colorado. I digress. We're working on it though. We're working. On, we are now in a place where we're just kind of like we think we might be able to get a house next year. But that's just kind of like we're forward thinking. Yeah. So or I'm actually hopeful that they're going to uh, reevaluate these things because yeah. there are people that can definitely afford a thousand dollar a month mortgage. Yes. Because they're currently paying nineteen hundred in rent and fucking rent. And doing it, but then they can't get approved for a loan because it's like, oh, your credit history and, you know, we're just not sure that we're going to get our money back. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Okay. Yeah. If you can pay rent, if you can show a history of paying rent on time for longer than two years, you should qualify to buy a fucking house. I'm sorry. 
That's frustrating. So, and you said it better than I could. <laughs> Long story short, that is why we cannot have a house in Colorado. But this is a problem for a lot of people. And you're right. Hopefully, they do start changing things. We're looking into some grants and stuff like that. Hopefully, we can get established next year. So, do they still have the the first time home buyer credits? They do. Yeah, they also there? have one for nurses. So nice. We'll be getting Dude. the ducks in a row. So. Cool. Uh, There's a house for sale over there. You can. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rich. Yeah. I'm gonna turn around on you. <laughs> what what's up with you? Oh, uh, just uh, maintaining pretty much. I uh, I've also changed careers and jobs and just gone in a completely different direction professionally. So that's been not without its challenges but still very very rewarding. Now I'm in a completely different industry. I'm in a completely different. Well, I'm in a related position, but pretty uh, pretty much completely different from what I'm used to doing. Yeah. And it's challenging, it's rewarding, it's amazing. The response that I've been getting from coworkers, the feedback I've been getting is just awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it makes me want to drive for them. So, now I'm in a good spot there. Uh the wife is, well, septic again. She's back from that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but that's going to become a reality that I have to deal with for the remains of my days, and I'm fine with it. Yeah. I mean, it's better than the alternative. And we didn't really talk about the inception of the podcast for the newcomers, which was initially that we found out together just how similar we were when our wives worked together yep. at, a, at a previous place. Um they would say to each other, wow, that sounds like my husband. No, that sounds like my husband. That sounds like my husband. I think our husbands would get along. And then we got together and found out we were just oddly, oddly yes. similar. We were like, oh, maybe we should podcast. We made a couple like just random in the yeah. in the kitchen, um, which are like really old episodes. They're somewhere in the files, somewhere. I don't even think I've even <laughs> uploaded our technically our they very, very, very first in the machine. episode. Um, but we, we, um, eventually did. And then, um, when Christy had her car accident, yep. sorry, if I, are we cool saying first names? I think it's going to happen eventually. Eventually. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, we already done that. Yeah. Um, and we, uh, like it was rough and I saw you needed a distraction and we needed, you know, time together to really like stress relief, <laughs> relieve the stress a yeah. lot. And I think it was at her birthday party just before the accident in November that we noticed, uh, we were, <laughs> uh, we literally on the way to birthday dinner, listened to the Moana soundtrack. Sarah said, that's mm-hmm. enough of this. And I said, there will never be enough of this. And then at dinner <laughs> you said, I have been bopping the shit out of this Moana soundtrack. Cause it is the best. And I looked at you and I was like, why the fuck are we not making this podcast? <laughs> because that's the similarities. That's the good shit of what we do. Absolutely. Know? So that was the brilliance. That was the brilliance. I didn't mean to interrupt your anecdote about where you've been. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I wanted to interject with, you know, for the new people because I was trying to think of something. I was trying to remember. I wanted to talk about this earlier and I had forgot again to talk about why we really got the fucking ball rolling on this and why we have like 80 plus episodes of this show. Yeah, we were. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just making a note here. The. uh I completely lost my thread. 
I'm going to get back on it. Mm. My father uh, passed. That really shifted things quite a bit. But I got new toys in the process, including Eric's motorcycle. So. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Family things are always very, very, like, we need to be it was it was nice that we had the time off of the podcast to be able to take care of these things yeah yes so and we record we did record and post a show of the uh after the deaths of the family and everything so i've already covered all that before but uh that has definitely shifted things for me just the world has changed but it has stayed the same and so uh we um I am distracted. I will get back to it. I swear. I'm gonna It's it's be, been a minute since it has we been a minute. This. I have you not done I mean? this in a like, long time. Yes, that's true. And I was never very good at this, actually. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. We're, anyway, we're making editing notes. That's we're making editing notes. As we're, yes. Again, we are not professionals. Like, <laughs> we are we, unprofessional uh, as fuck. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, I was I brought up earlier when we were setting up our brewery bit, and there was a point where you were like, "Rich, you can handle this. I'm gonna go mingle," and you abandoned me with a, an interview person, and I just sat there and froze on them. Did, really? And did not ask oh, yeah. anything. So or anything, we went I was to just kind of like. We have um um we tried to do an event once <laughs> that uh we tried to do an event once where we talked about um um indie gaming yeah it was the indie gaming expo and we did it at the dry dock dry dock brewery right around the corner yep. and it was super fun and the sound quality was shit and I never made a video or episode about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a, also there was a guy who wouldn't, you know, um, be quiet. who was very disrespectful of the time slots we had because we did had a limited amount of time and he just would not stop talking. We were like, bro, we're like, we're totally down to talk to you about this after we get all of the interviews, please. And wow, yeah. Brian, remember that? Well, no. like, yeah, and part don't. of that was my fault because I kept engaging him because I found him <laughs> fascinating. So that was that was it's always a two way street. Like I we, will <laughs> admit I will own part of that. Part of that was me. <laughs> No, it was a, it was an engaging conversation. It was a good time. So yeah. I mean, and it was it was really fun to do. But it was another one of those things that I just you know I failed and I didn't you know feel good about. So. Right. Yeah, that's fine. It was fun. It, it was fun. It was a good time. It was a learning experience. Absolutely. At that, I remember at that point I was like, "What do I say now? What do I say now? Fuck, where's Daniel? He would know what to say now. Where? What do I say now? <laughs> oh Fuck. my god, uh, Rich, you're not, you're just staring at him. You're not saying anything. You're See, just staring at him. I got all of my experience doing like documentaries because yeah. I was constantly an interviewer in the documentaries. So yeah. that I did for school and stuff. I'm an Emmy award winning documentary director. In case you guys didn't know, assistant director. I digress. Uh, but I <laughs> just want to sneak that in there. It's just a little, you know, like, hey, it's me. I'm just kidding. Um, but for that reason, doing a lot of the interviews, because a lot of people aren't, you know, good at talking to strangers for that right. reason. Is. Yes. And I'm barely able to speak in front of people that I know, let yeah. alone strangers. <laughs> so it's I, nice that no one's here when we record. Or like, probably <laughs> like if you could see like the 7000 people that if it like accumulatively listened right now, what would you do? 
I would um, make sure that I had plenty of silica gel in the chair to absorb the urine <laughs> as it was coming out of me in blind fucking panic. Uh, I would pray and hope for a large stage with large lights just blaring down on me so that all I could see was just this haze and then only hear the crowd as a from far away and oh instead of through the monitor and only being able to hear myself. You know, I, that's what I would need. It would be a huge fucking stage with lots of lights so that I could see nothing. How about the sunglasses? <sighs> Yeah, to, sunglasses to some, would help. If anyone, if we ever do a live show, people will know why you're wearing sunglasses. Well, people or will also have to accept that I'm mildly drunk. <laughs> you're just secretly drinking from a flask. <laughs> just <pocket>. like, <laughs> ride the wave, buddy. Yeah, exactly. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Shut up, you don't know me. It's your monologue, Rich. It's your monologue. <laughs> Shut up, you don't know me. To be or not to be. Where's oh, let me read you an excerpt from the big book of porn. Just, <laughs> just yeah. pull it out. <laughs> just I'm pull nervous. Out the, <laughs> That's an excerpt. This is how thing. I default. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, let me read the synopsis of Debbie Does Dallas for you. Yeah. But so yeah, you're, you're so and I and all of it, I was just like, I miss my friends. I miss being able to sit in my garage and chill with my buddies and talk and just talk about really nonsense. Yeah. And it just, we threw stuff against the wall and oddly enough, you people out there made it stick. Yeah. Because it was just, it was just like, I'm screaming into the void, but Daniel's right here with me. It's fine. And then yeah. Daniel's like, hey, Rich, guess what? There's not a void. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> People are listening. And I was like, I was screaming into the void. He was like, no, you're talking to an audience. Yuck. You love us. You really love us. I think that's a really good transition to, um, you know, in terms of like who's actually listening and then figuring things out and um, a good transition into um unless you really had you know more you kind of wanted to go about not really that you can go we can always track back it's sometimes folks i mean rich is straight up add i'm straight up adhd is that correct um i'm neurodivergent add okay as i've discovered even more there you go which is really strange yeah and um so like if we get off subject and we bounce around a little bit Sorry, so sorry. It's just how we roll. We're not professionals. We try to be for your sake. Um, we are definitely not. We are very inappropriate professionals. Bless you. Also, shut the fuck uh, up yeah. when I'm talking. <laughs> hey, I, I muted and backed the fuck off when that happened. Wow. That was so kind of you. Um, but I mean, that's probably a good. That's probably a good segue to talk about our our last um, eighty episodes, which I'm going to archive. Archive. We're gonna archive them. Because of how the world has changed in the last two years. Now, we have never been homophobic. We have never been transphobic because clearly um, Ellie Bean, our good friend, uh, has been on the show and a good friend, like a sister to us. She's been on the show and um, we've we've never said any disparaging things, but we do – um, for fear of the same reason that people are getting canceled on the internet, we would really hate to uh, show up dead in the water. Is that the term? I feel like I'm not saying it right. I don't know why. Words. I'm not sure what you're going for. Mouth vomit. Um, 
what I'm what we're what I'm trying to say, and the guys have agreed with me on this, is that we are going to archive our old episodes until we can do a QA check to make sure we have not said anything jokingly, a la James Gunn getting uh, fired for past tweets on Twitter from Guardians of the Galaxy, which now we know is a good thing because of how good Suicide Squad was. Thanks for firing him, Disney, um, <laughs> and you know at least doing the research and hiring him back on. Once you realize um, people who make jokes aren't bad people, and um, make good jokes aren't bad people at least comedians who make people who are in this field like us like i mean granted as as novices and unprofessional as we might be we like we mean no harm in anything we say ever um i know at least rich is the kind of person who would give give someone the shirt off his own back so um that being said we don't we're not afraid people are gonna listen to the archive and be like fuck these guys as much as we would like to grow the show um, as we're about to put a serious amount of fucking effort into this, like you've you've not seen in the past with Excitement Inc., and um, we will archive them eventually um, to be shared as a subscriber perk. Yes. Tell them, Rich. Yes, we are forming a patron. It, it's Patreon. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We are going to hop on Patreon. We're going to get some Patron. <laughs> we need, and we're going to get some Patron. That can be a podcast too. We can have. Um, we can actually set goals on Patreon. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Patreon is a subscriber-based website that allows you to contribute to your favorite creators. We were really hesitant to do this before because we did not feel we did not feel worthy i'm not worthy we're not worthy like, let's face it we might still not be worthy I, we're we're gonna throw this out there and see what sticks because oddly enough the void isn't a void yeah exactly <laughs> um and so more than anything um we would like to hopefully break even because one of the things that really stopped me from from doing this before was that hosting was getting fucking expensive uh the restart of this is costing me uh, $400 for hosting alone. Holy shit. So that is putting it all up. Luckily, YouTube is free to upload. But the cool thing is that the new websites actually have the new hosting that has actually come out in the last two years since we were doing it now covers, without me having to spread it across all the websites individually, now covers Apple, Google, and Spotify. Sweet. Which was an issue before. We could not get on all of the big ones to save our lives. We would have people be like, well, we want to listen on Spotify. And I'd be like, okay. I switched the hosting. Uh, it gets more expensive and more – and like with a terrible fucking UI for the website and uploading and being a pain in the ass. Um, but luckily the websites have really come out now where they're about the same price as what I was using for for our other hosts previously. And we get more coverage. Nice. And the websites are cooler. So it's actually just getting easier and easier to podcast for folks. Um, and that's going to make it easier for us to do more projects and be able to take a lot more stress off of my shoulders while we're making these things, you know? Yes. So. Um, then offer more benefits for those who are subscribing yeah. through the Patreon. The details we have so far um, are, we haven't nailed them down yet, but we're looking at a tentative release on November 1st of the official Patreon where we will at least have early access podcast episodes, exclusive podcast episodes, early access to videos, which I'm going to, I swear now, 
stay on top of. I have the time to do it now because I don't spend my three days off crying on the couch, binging Sopranos. And, uh, yet. Yet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we and haven't was, uh, broken him. Was, yet. I'm so excited for Saints of Newark. I'm so excited. Is it going to be a good movie? You're talking about breaking me down into an emotional wreck. I'm just excited about Sopranos, um, <laughs> the movie. And, uh, Really, uh, more than anything, um, what's going to be the most exciting part of our Patreon is that we will have a merchandise perk. We're going to start making shirts, baby. You're going to be able to rep our dumbasses all over the place. Uh, we'll have stickers for the cars as yep. well. And then, you know, more things to come. But these are baby steps. <laughs> Absolutely. I must insist, though, that we don't do a Team Daniel, Team Rich, because I absolutely hate that hashtag th- team bullshit really ever since twilight when they did team edward team bella i was like yeah i i can't stand the whole team thing so team edward team jacob uh, is this not something i should correct you on (laughs) i don't i got an idea Uh, how about just say a shirt that says team fuck you (laughs) team fuck you oh that'll be its own shirt no no i would be i would be be fine with a picture of like the picture of me from the logo on one with Team Daniel on the back, and then one with Daniel on it, and on the back says "fuck your team." Yeah, <laughs> fuck your team. We can have them for each other. Anyways, I'll just go ahead and scratch this uh, Civil War uh, promotional out of my marketing really quick. No Civil War promotional. I don't no know marketing. why, but that team thing has always driven me. Right, probably because no. of cheerleading moms. Yeah. Cheerleading moms would do that constantly. I don't know where I saw it or why I saw it, but I would see like these like reality TV, reality TV could be reality TV, could be whatever my wife was watching. I'm not entirely certain, but I would see these team blank everywhere, even on social media, especially on social media, really. Yeah. Somebody's representing their daughter, you know, and being like, Sophia is the best person on this team. Hashtag team Sophia. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck Sophia. Fuck Sophia. She's going to end up pregnant. And it's all because you put this hashtag Team Sophia bullshit online. How dare you? You just raised awareness of your daughter. So now everybody's going to be clicking on the hashtag Team Sophia. They're going to be tagging her in the Team Sophia. All of a sudden, her boobs are going to be all over the internet. And it's your fucking fault because you advertised your daughter, you piece of shit. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Fuck Sophia! How dare she? Fuck that How team bullshit. She? And that Your team, team bullshit. bullshit. The team. Oh, my God. It doesn't work. You could just. It doesn't work. Why be oh. so decisive? Why be so, uh, yeah, like, why, or divisive? Sorry, not I decisive. Just, you know We're what? not professionals. And I, listen. It's team nobody or team everybody. Yeah, exactly. Fuck why can't we all bullshit. be friends? Why do oh, we have to be divided? I'm ramping myself up over this now. Oh, God, it gets on my nerves. It gets on our nerves. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm upset because you're upset. Not as upset. I am so outraged right now. So yeah, subscribe to our Patreon (laughs) because we're going to have some good stuff on there. We really are. Um, In addition to you know like the the exclusives, the videos, the big part of the videos um, is a couple of things. On Excitement Inc., we had a segue section called Full Schmelz, which was you know cool and it was fun to talk about toys. But what didn't work was that it was a visual medium. 
that was kind of needed. We can talk about the toys that we get, which are really cool, but we really want a visual medium more than anything to show you and maybe do some more in-depth reviews of the toys we get, if they're toys for kids, if they're toys for adults, if they're toys for both, because there are no rules when it comes to that, and we embody that, um, but also to maybe rate them, do things like that. So Full Schmelz is now going to be a video series where we pick out our toys whether they be new or old, we bring them in, we show them off, we talk about them, and, uh, well, the title was derived from the one time Rich went to the Lego store, and um, his wife went full um, mama's spoiling the kid, and uh, she spoiled the fuck out of Rich, and I think you spent, what, I don't, I don't even don't know. know. It's, All I know, there was it. like 10 Lego sets That's in my garage. That's a lot of money. That's <laughs> a lot of money. We started calling that the full schmelz is when you go full schmelz there, and you just buy a fuck ton of shit or something cool. You treat yourself. That's called, it was, it's, you know. It was definitely over 6,000 pieces. Yeah. So, uh, it was cl- probably closer to eight, maybe 10. I can't remember. Safe to say hundreds of dollars worth of Legos. It was a bunch of Legos. Probably not thousands. Hundreds, safe uh, to say. Uh... That's safe. That's definitely safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Legos. Yes. Which, my wife, she started building Legos. We got our first Lego set like shortly after our little hiatus began. And now she's she's got she's got the big old friends apartments Lego set sitting on the shelf. As soon as we find fucking space for where to goddamn put the thing, take down Central Perk. No, fuck up, you. And no put way. up the apartment. And put no up way the apartment. Hell, no, because Central Perk is like one of the first ones she got. I got her the yellow submarine, and um, there's more to get. God, I want the Daily Bugle so bad. Oh, the, the Spider-Man bugle. The Daily Bugle. The tallest Lego set The tallest ever. Lego set with all those <laughs> minifigs, and it comes with a freaking Punisher in it? Oh, my gosh. I, I started beating off. Uh, at work and my boss one. was like stop that like, so look at this Lego set I was like I can't control myself is she like you're really beating on to a Lego set I'm like yeah uh, yeah and then um, and then that's why I moved on to my next job because I got let go from that I'm just kidding that didn't happen uh, but like no, it's- instead you just maintained eye contact to assert dominance <laughs> just sit there oh, yeah uh, this is happening you I, did this. I adore this my new boss. I adore boss. my new boss. I would never put her through that. I adore my new boss. She's <laughs> the best. She's like a mom to us. It's kind of the fucking coolest shit ever. Sweet. Not really, though. That would be nepotism, hypothetically. She, she is. It's, it's nice to have a boss who fucking cares about you. A yep. boss who you can go any day of the week and be like, I don't, can I talk about life? And she'll be like, you know what? Have a seat. Let's talk about life. Other days I'll be like, I'm taking this day off. She'll be like, okay. <laughs> No conversation about it. No digging in. Why is it? Why can't you come in at work? We're going to need you real bad, even though we won't, because we're understaffed, because everyone hates it here. I digress. We have feelings mm-hmm. about where we've been in life up it's... until this point, and it was not helpful for our podcast. It was it not. It was not helpful for our podcast at it all. Was... But, you know, Um. anyways, so Full Schmelz will be its own show. Yeah. So you'll have to subscribe to the Patreon to see the full schmelz, correct? 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 I think uh, possibly that's going to be, be determined. Will will think about that. You determined. might be able to get the full schmelz without the Patreon. There but if you be... could get the Patreon, you'll definitely get the full schmelz. Yeah, no, that's the thing. You will definitely get it. At the very least, everything you'll get early. You'll get everything early and you will not have to wait a week to two weeks to see it. Um, It depends on its relevance because we do want to release our things when they're relevant to bring in more faces, more people to know that we've got a message of positivity to share. 
from yeah. here in the Den of Bricks. Sweet. Um, another goal we have is to release at least one Let's Play a month. Part of the reason, it doesn't sound like a lot in comparison to, you know, YouTubers you see that already do these kinds of things. Um, and we know there's value to be had in us playing our games, especially for the first time, because um, there's I feel like there's a lot of video gamers out there who relish um, the first time they played one of their favorite games. So to watch someone like Rich play Resident Evil 4 for the first time, incredibly fun. Yeah. Um, what didn't work out was watching him slowly turn from normal skin tone to yellow because he was about to barf from the motion sickness. <laughs> yeah. We found that out, you know, a different way. But, you know, um, in, in the time since we found out that um, with enough practice, Rich can actually overcome his motion sickness. Uh, we found out. The key is shorter sessions. Short, shorter sessions. Shorter sessions. Yeah. Of at least least first person shooters. The attached camera of the third person did not help in our Resident Evil 4 Let's Play, and it did not quite cut it for you and your motion sickness. But other, you know, you know, the third, some games you have no motion sickness. There are quite a few games that I don't have motion sickness, but I have found there are certain positions I'm in when I'm playing a game Uh that even then I'll get the motion sickness. Oh. Which is really strange. It, you know. So turns think, out if it's if it's a handheld and I'm walking while playing, he <laughs> yeah. Oh that, yeah. That don't yeah. That, 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 that shit don't hang. Uh, um <laughs> but we will try to get at least one let's play a month. If his isn't going to plan, then I will hammer out a game. Um probably not one I want to play because I'll tell y'all right now the first let's play I'm gonna make is Five Nights at Freddy's. The one game that I have said out, I just can't. It stresses me the fuck out, that game. And it's scary. It is the most jump-scary game ever made. It is the jump-scariest. And I can't. It is so hard. to. It's hard to play. I've made it through like three nights on my own, but I have not beaten the game. And by golly, it's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it because I know it's going to be entertaining for everyone. Not me, but... <laughs> Everyone else will probably get a kick out of watching me scream like a little girl. And I'm willing to do that because that's what we do is we share that kind of entertainment with each other and have a good time. I wonder if I should play it. Maybe. It's very, very first-person style oriented. Either way, you could do it here with me. We could do it at the same table. We could do it. Potentially. It's an idea. It's a PC game, so we could just fire it on, you know, the screen here in the Denebrix because we have a gigantic TV. Yeah, I could play the first one. You can play the second one. I don't know if it's worse when you're watching someone else play it because you have no control over when you're getting jump scared. Granted, neither does the person playing technically because if you fuck up, you get jump scared. That is how that game works. When you lose, you get jump scared. Okay. But I I digress. At least uh, we'll have episodes of Full Schmelz. We'll do at least one Let's Play series a month. It's not just one video. We will have multiples of them, but just one game. Just one game. Just one game. Baby steps. Calm me down here if I'm going too hard here. All right. And then there's unannounced projects as well that we have all been talking about behind the scenes that we don't really want to um, go go yabbing about um, until we get the Patreon rolling with our baby steps. And then we make sure that we're not overwhelmed so that the content that we've already promised to you is delivered and on a regular. And then as we grow we can do more projects you know but the largest thing and what we could really use everyone's help with right now is just the patreon patreon okay lag lag it was lagged for a second Lagged-a. Ryan was worried the the number one thing that we could use your help with is the what dog yelp go ahead dog yelp um the <laughs> 
<laughs> We're not professionals. The number one thing, we try so hard to be professional for everyone, though. Um, the number one thing. If you that, will, that was a Yelp review. Thank you. Get out of here. Thank, um, you. No. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, we just want to make sure victorious. we take our baby step, steps. And frankly, we could just use everyone's help um, making money back, um, breaking even. Yeah. We we would we love to do this as jobs full time? Hell yeah, to make some awesome content. Hell yeah. We want to do scripted shit for yeah. comedy's sake. Um, which you don't see comedy movies anymore. Rarely. And it's because everyone's getting offended at everything and causing, you know, a riot. Every yeah. time something goes wrong, something's interpreted the wrong way. Uh, I don't know if you know basically there have been like next to nothing, you know, comedy wise in the theater because all of it's, you know, risque to do. Look at comedies from 10 years ago and see how well they've aged. They have not, by the way. Go 10 years back from that and see how well they've aged. Technically still more classy than Adam Sandler movies. Go 10 years, <laughs> go 10 years back from that and, and see how well they've aged. It's not because we don't like Adam Sandler. It's because there is a lot of homophobia in Adam Sandler movies. Not that they ever meant it. That I know of. I'm pretty sure Adam Sandler is not a homophobe. It okay. just used to be a popular thing to call each other homos. Like it's a bad thing. But we need to stray away from that because of the negativity that surrounds it. So saying, that's gay. It's not okay to do that anymore. Even no. though we might mean it. I mean, look in at not that way. The, I mean, one of the biggest comedies of the 90s, Friends, has not aged well in that sense. There was a ton of homophobia yeah. in France. Everyone thinking Chandler was gay, amongst other things. Well, and just every t- when Joey was getting a part as uh, in, he was auditioning to be a homosexual, and he had to practice kissing, and the guys were freaking out about it. Yeah, that doesn't age well. All right, everybody's looking at me. Cool. <laughs> I peed. I feel okay, much better. Good. That's good. That's all that matters. I feel much better. Yes. Yes. What do you think? So, a um, friend of mine has a child in middle school now, and this child is coming home and asking all sorts of new questions. Oh, boy. Wow. As they enter adolescence, and one of the questions really threw me for a fucking loop. I was like, I've got to research this. Life finds a way. So, are you familiar with the term Neptunian? Oh, boy. Uh, does it have anything to do with Mr. Neptune? On Rich... On, uh, sorry. Uh, That's Mr. Rick Nimbus. And, Rick and Mr. Nimbus. Okay, never mind. That was Mr. Ne- Nimbus. Neptunian. No. It sounds uh, very ocean-like. My first guess would be that it has something to do uh, with the, the um, ocean. See, that was my first guess like, too. Okay, Neptunian. Are, is this is this a merfolk? Like, this, this is like over-relating is, to Neptune. I was yeah. like, why are children trying to appease Poseidon? The, what is going on? Yeah, are they searching mer- merfolk? That's what I thought. I was is just this like, the new Slenderman? Turns out, it's an LGBTQIA term. Whoa. Relating to gender. Okay. It seems that the gender spectrum aligns to a celestial thing. Whoa. So there's not just Neptunian, there's Sat- Saturnian. Okay. Saturnian. Okay. Plutonian. There's. Which I, I didn't do a lot of research into it. 
yet. Okay. We're not professionals. It's it's fascinating <clears throat> to me, but my initial response was, are people now referring to gender with astrology? Are they partnering astrology and gender? And if that's mm-hmm. the case, lay off the fucking pipe. <laughs> All right? I'm open-minded. I'm... You know what? I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. I don't want to judge anybody for anything but the content of their character. But if you are mixing your gender with astrology, no, stop that. That's a little too. But it came from middle school, too. So, like, who knows how far that carries, right? Because if it's a a term in middle school, I mean, it could be something that's a middle school thing. For all we know, they're going to get to high school and be like... Remember that dumb shit we used to do when we used to mix astrology on the the spectrum of gender? Because, I mean, it's frankly, on one hand, yeah, we don't want to yuck their yum. And more power to you. You know what I mean? You want to find new things on the spectrum? Honestly, whatever makes you comfortable. Are are you masturbating uh, in the uh, empty cavity of a filleted fish? What makes this sexual? your neptunian because well, there is still the sexual aspect of it as to whether or not you're non-binary right whether you know well, you blend it's, you know it's a places. shift in it's a shift of non-binary essentially so non-binary is sometimes you're feminine sometimes yeah. you're masculine yeah. Yeah. and neptunian just is a definition of where you swing as far as feminine or masculine. Okay. And it sh- I don't know if it shifts or like I said. That's the next part. I is Neptunian just, more male or more female at that rate? It skews more is masculine. Is this a third branch of Okay, Brian's googling it for us really quick, Neptunian. Um <laughs> good luck. You good have luck. to yeah, you have to say. google Neptunian. So LGBTQ Oh, yeah. Just punch in LGBTQ. There we go. Like maybe Neptunian. There we go. Neptunian LGBTQ. Because it's we aren't we do not want to be disrespectful of this. If you're going to be a certain way. So it is a form of non-binary being Neptunian. Okay. Uh, Can you go back one real quick? Because you clicked like the first ad. Let's go to the second one. On the search. Go down one. There we go. Neptunian LGBTA wiki. Not to be confused with Neptunic or Neptunian. As a non-binary xenogender in the celestial gender system, so this is not something that is only that, that word middle celestial is what made what flagged me. I was like, "Is this going astrology? Don't go fucking astrology, okay? Keep it scientific. Keep it like, well, don't keep it scientific, but keep it. Uh, I don't know what the fuck. Here's I'm the deal. To say. Here's the deal, though. You know what? <laughs> Be Neptunian. You know what, kids? Like, if that's what you want to be, then fucking be it. We're not. We're never gonna tell you what you can and we can't. You can't be. We're gonna be mystified sometimes. We're gonna. We're gonna think something's you know stupid yeah. in our own time or silly in our own time. But what we will never do is tell you you can't be it. So if you want to be Neptunian, kids, you be a fucking Neptunian. You yeah. Be a Sagittarian. But, okay. If you're Neptunian in the fact that sometimes you feel masculine, sometimes you feel feminine, and it's just a means of defining non-binary to make straight people more comfortable i don't know how i feel about as long as you're comfortable identify how you want to identify that's your call yeah as long as you're comfortable and you're not doing it to appease somebody else great now if you're saying i'm neptunian because i was born in march and that has led to me having excessive hand washing as my fetish that's kind of bullshit 
which I think is extreme in its, its own way. It's very extreme. You know what I mean? So like it's it's uh, I think it's it's still yeah, no, it's do what you want to do. And honestly, all of these definitions are very very new. I saw But they're also very very old. These people have felt like this for a very long time. The people have definition. always felt not quite uh, feminine, not quite masculine. There have been original. people across time that have been cool, androgynous because that's how they felt. Yeah, there have been people that have always felt non-binary, even though they didn't identify non-binary. There are people that have sadly killed themselves over time because of how they felt, and they didn't have a way to have define. a way to be accepted with that. They had no way to cope with who, what their identity and was. They and thought they something. were the only one. The original definition of Neptunian is a gender linked to the void and to a soft celestial masculine energy. It is never hyper masculine. It is not male aligned, simply linked to Neptunian. People may feel different amounts of masculine energy at different times. So if I can get on this, if you want to be a very feminine dancer as a male, then you can do that. That's Neptunian? Is that what I'm getting at? Like, I don't think it's like, it's no, particular. It's, it's not particular to... It's not going to be particular to activities as much. What I think it means to say is is that... I don't know. We should get someone on to like talk about it. There's like... The, you know who this calls please for? Please reach out. You know who this calls for? Straight up, who I'm not going to call because it's eight seventeen and she works very early mornings. We need the bean, the queen bean herself. So we're going to bring this up later. We're going to have a whole ass LGBTQ episode. Now, we're going to fucking dive into this shit hard. I, I'm really willing to because this is fascinating to me that there is a celestial gender scale and that each of them have their own flag. It's amazing. As long as it's not astrology. If it's linked to astrology, if you're saying that you identify as this because of your birth month or because of the position of the sun at the time that you were born. If you're if it's because you prefer this type of crystal to make yourself feel healing powers, you lost me. But if this is just an I a way of simplifying a gender spectrum and it's something that makes you feel comfortable, I'm all for it. Great. I think that's what it is. I really think that's what it is. I really hope that's what it is. Should we make a series, like a like a, a side series for like adulting and teaching children? Like, should we have <laughs> our own thing where we just like have our own video series of, you know what, kids, <laughs> if, if someone doesn't like you, that's okay because we like you. If you're Neptunian, which is this, this, and this, slightly educational, mostly informative that a kid and anyone for that matter can be whoever they want to be. We are yeah. we are the literally the last people who are going to tell you you can't you know describe yourself how you want to describe yourself. Take it from us, we are grown men who act like children and and we really really just want to play all day long. You know how many times I've been told I'm just like a fucking I'm a gigantic child. Not always, not always fucking, you know, like calm down, but 
there are some people who really yuck other people's yums because, you know, like, for instance, you and me, we are not the manliest of men in the way that we aren't always – we aren't constantly under a car. We aren't constantly fixing things. I like to fix things. I like to YouTube things and find out how to do things. I built a fence gate for my mother-in-law a few months ago, and it came out fucking great. I'm really good at that. Mm-hmm. I also really like to play some fucking video games really hard. Sometimes I cry at television. If it's emotional, I cry because I'm a man. I'm okay with crying. That's okay. But we are always going to be like the first people to be like, don't get, don't get judged. You know what yeah, I mean? Don't get right. judged. Don't feel judged. Right. We are not the classic men in that we're watching something other than sports. We're fixing something other than cars. And we're talking about feelings other than hungry or horny. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Oh, my gosh. Those are pretty much your classic male <clears throat> stereotypes that we've been dealing with as men a long time our entire lives shit we got one guy in the office and just a joke we got one guy in the office we'll be like talking about the new game that came out this weekend like me and the four other guys were like yeah we're playing this game what'd you do this weekend and he'll be like oh i went to the rockies game and we're like nerd like (laughs) (laughs) fucking rip on him for playing sports ball stuff like what you used to be on a team in high school yeah No, <laughs> but we don't mean it. It's never like that, you know right. what I mean? Shit. Why don't you go throw a ball, <laughs> fucking geek? It was like, yeah, geez, why don't you go outside and get some sun? Like, this guy plays outside. Meanwhile, I'm going to be building oh, my rank in Overwatch and 100%ing Breath of the Wild, loser. <laughs> this fucking oh, guy goes man. outside with a ball. Yeah, he doesn't even he know who Appa it. is. Jeez, he goes fucking guy. Fucking guy. <laughs> he does like to watch anime with us, though. Sweet. Especially Everybody the booby anime. anime. Everyone likes anime. I've been on an anime binge, dude. Like, oh, believe it or not. Yeah. I have, dude, I have Shonen Jump app on my phone. Nice. And I've, I was not an anime guy before. We, we'll talk about this on, you know, Excitement Inc. clearly, but. Absolutely. Because I've been getting into anime pretty for Shit, hard this, is, this is all getting <laughs> nutso. We're already, like, bridging. But I haven't gone outside and thrown a fucking ball because That's... I'm not a fucking dweeb. <laughs> Oh my god! You I know, haven't I, even hit a ball with a stick and then walked after it to hit it again. I <laughs> fucking business nerds. <laughs> what are they doing? You're just being successful? And oh yeah, you're being networking. physically fit. How dare they? You're networking by walking down a fairway. Oh, look at you go! It was like, what do yeah, you do? I what are you financially stable? <laughs> <laughs> Look I say me. that out of jealousy. I would actually probably oh, might nice. possibly enjoy golf. Nice. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I've we never, should play golf that's one the, day. That's the is only one I've never played is golf. And everybody swears by it. Everyone in I've noticed that. professional I've realm noticed is that. just like. Have you ever been once? I have never been golfing. Me either. And I should pro- we do this? We should, should we make this, this a project? We should totally do we this. We should go fucking golfing. We should probably go. For Brian golfing. can record us. 
Brian could probably teach us. <laughs> probably teach us. He has been golfing before. I've, he didn't. I sold, I sold my clubs. Oh, you sold your clubs? That's okay. We can get three sets easily. At I'm the go, fucking I'm rent clubs. I'm not gonna well, buy fucking clubs. I was like, no, 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 no. We can get a whole set for five bucks at the fucking thrift. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's be clear here. Okay, Shit. there's probably the four thrift. sets in my mom's garage. Oh no, <laughs> probably. All right, we'll Hoarding go. To, is we'll a go problem. To, we'll go to Indiana real quick. We'll be right back with some. <laughs> I think she took all to Florida. Fun. I don't know. This is why you need to play Bioshock, the game Bioshock, or The Last of Us 2, unfortunately, and that's now. Because, honestly, the only I time I played golf is on the Wii, but I really enjoyed it. That's probably my favorite game on the Wii. You know what you golf. would love is the very first. What you would love, though, um, is one of my favorite uh, gamer achievement of all time, and this is comedy-oriented, um, was that uh, spoilers for a well-over-decade-old game, um, Bioshock, uh, you kill a character with a 9-iron, and you will see that same character in the second Bioshock in um, an animatronic form. And if you use telekinesis to shoot the nine iron sitting in his office at his head, you get a blink and you get a little achievement. Ten gamer score for nine irony. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Isn't it? This is the this is the punniest show sometimes. And, you know, you reviews. knew that I had bought Bioshock, the collection. You know that it's in my backlog, and yet you decided to spoil that for me, you piece of shit. Well, here's the deal. You know, <laughs> for one, I forgot. Two, spoilers for a decade-plus old game. It's not my fault you chose to play every other game in your fucking collection before Bioshock, my favorite game series of all time. You, you're, you're not wrong at all. Yeah. <laughs> You got no defense for yourself. None. Absolutely. You got no none. defense for yourself. I wasn't even attempting to have a defense. Oh, was, ugh, this is problematic. We try so hard sometimes, and it it it. it oh, we uh, fail so hard. Sometimes. We'll get we'll get around to the things we want to do. I think we are getting better and just being here just kind yeah. of shows. Even after kind of the grievous defeat, that was the hiatus we just didn't really want to do. Ultimately. Yeah. Um, the fact that we're here and we're ready to go twice as hard with a Patreon is going to be the largest indicator that we're yeah. here to stay. Yes. We are here to We're stay. doing this. We are doing this. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. So, uh, was, uh, what is there, I mean, what we so talked about. I'm, the I'm very, I'm very exciting, excited that everybody is on board for exploring the celestial gender oh, yeah, business because no. that uh, fascinated me. And I just, I remember vaguely the first two weeks of middle school and the shit that I talked about. My poor friends are in for a fucking ride <laughs> if she's coming home and talking about this. Yeah, well, I mean, clearly that and the younger we get, right? Because like the whole line of sexuality, just like you were also that in middle school. I figured out what a vagina was in the fourth grade. Um, when my friend uh, walked out with a vibrator that looked like a penis, and I'm like, "The fuck is that? What are you doing with that?" He's like, "It's my mom's vibrator." Huh? And I'm like, "What did you do?" And he's like, "He, f- she, she sticks it in her pussy." I'm like, what the fuck's a pussy? <laughs> it's, a, it's her, it's her vagina, bro. It's a vagina. Is it? Oh, it's for that because sex, you know. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, it's for sex. Okay, can we play Mortal Kombat? Because <laughs> I've been waiting here a minute, and you're just playing with a fucking dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell why. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, just when I, when I was in middle school, there was no internet. 
there was no internet. Mm-mm. There was barely MTV. Me either, though. Me either. Yeah. Middle school. High school, it had just kind of started, but. Right. Oh, in high school, there was no internet. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Getting sure. college. <laughs> in high school, there was no Daniel. <laughs> Let's make that clear. <laughs> True. Yes. There, But uh, even getting into college, the college I went to, unless you were a computer science major, you couldn't have a computer in your room. Whoa, really? Yeah. You could not have a computer in your dorm room. Why not? Too expensive or too distracting? Because I mean, much, um, too much bandwidth, too much electricity. Oh, because how much did consoles use back in the day? Sega and Nintendo were those at least allowed? Yeah, TVs? those were allowed. Okay, TV was allowed. Game systems were allowed. Sure, but you couldn't have a desktop computer mainly because of the room and the heat. Not to mention the size. Yeah. The size. And the size. Yeah. That makes Only sense. computer science majors, not even the engineering students. Wow. Could have a computer. <laughs> and now in, you. There was a computer lab yeah. that everybody shared. So you could go into the lab and use the computer there if you had to, t- say, type up a paper or whatever. But pretty much people still had. The fancy ones had electric typewriters. Most everybody had a typewriter. So that you could sit there and type out your paper or whatever. Um, there was, but the whole computer lab thing, it was crazy to go and have to sign up to use a computer for an hour. <laughs> and that was your internet time. That was the only time you could be on the internet. So you couldn't even research on the internet. That's insane. Yep. Time periods. Time changes. You could you could only go to play Oregon Trail and die of dysentery. 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 It's hard. But you could only play that if you booked a computer. And I remember I played an MMORPG. Text based. Muds. Muds. What is muds? Is this mud a, is a is multi-user it? dimension? It oh, was wow. a text-based role-playing game that you could play online. See, I used with other people all over the country or all over the world. When I was in middle school, I did message boards role-playing. That's on message. Very boards. very similar. Is it very similar? Is it essentially the same thing? Because we would like, there would be an RPG column in Neopets.com, and inside of all of their message boards, there would be a RPG column where we could go in, and then there would be threads of like, this is Underworld, we're doing this, boys versus girls, uh, Star Wars, and there were never any good Star Wars ones. And then um, um, just different kind of like, you know, layers and stuff, Battle Royale, all that shit. And you could go in and literally just... I got as good at typing as I am <laughs> from the sheer hours I would spend sunrise to sunrise <laughs> just typing on these message boards and describing my character and how dark and moody he is and how he uses a lightsaber, but no one else has a lightsaber because they're rare. 
Um, and I would immediately seek out anyone else who described their character as having a lightsaber. Um, mm. Action movies, Pokemon, and like, it's uh, stupid. It was oh. so stupid. <laughs> what was I doing? What's wrong with me? The mud I played, I think, was The Legend of the Lost Unicorn. Oh, so yours, yours had an actual theme. We had yeah. to literally illustrate the fuck out of our own. Oh, it was barely a theme. Okay. And, and this was a true multi-user dimension. People were building different areas in the game. But this was something like, you know, what do you want to do? If you typed an E, you went east. If you typed a W, you went west. And it would bring up the description of the room you were in and give you the options of where you could go. If you could go north, south, east, or west. And so, and there, it was all text based. It was just that's it was kind of hilarious and, and also scary. There was like five of us playing mud. the same game. In uh oh, he found a no. mud website. Yeah, oh no, mud listing. So it's still a thing that you can still kind of do. I'm I'm sure. Yeah, well, because it's all gen. text. It's all text based. So do you need to learn it like coding? Yeah, in the way that you need to be able to type in algorithms to do what you want well, to do. Well, there was or? there were certain coders that would play the game and then break the game. Oh, but they would build their own realm inside of the mud that other people could go in and play. So there was one themed area that was all themed around Thanksgiving where you actually had to fight a chicken pot pie (laughs) and the chicken pot pie would fucking stomp you really this was a high level Uh, chicken pot pie this was a high level monster it sounds like a good game if you could take it down play this shit if you could take it down you would you would advance at least two levels it was crazy but if you didn't belong to a religion in the game, then you were fucked. Wow. And there was nine religions, each of them mm-hmm. related to the nine alignments. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's far too nerdy for, for when Daniel met Rich. You're going with so deep. Super nerdy. Tell me, what was the, um like, at the time period you were in college, like, and clearly adjusting for inflation you don't have to do on the spot. But what were the consoles when you were like in college going into that? If you weren't doing text-based role-playing, like would you be playing on a Nintendo or a Sega? And like, how new was that at the time? And, cra- um, and crazy fresh these old these games of yore that we used to fucking. <laughs> I still can like think of the 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 aroma of a fresh Sega Genesis box popped. Let's see, we like didn't have Goldeneye yet. Yeah, I think that was a little soon. Um, Probably like Sonic Two, Sonic. Super Nintendo, right? Actually, you know what was huge? What? Mario oh. Kart. Mario Kart? Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo. Boom. There it is. People would get into fights over who got to be Koopa. Really? The Koopa Troopa. Really? Yeah. Oh. Because he had the best handling and the best speed on the straightaways. And you cut you oh, you couldn't play as the same racer. You couldn't. So, yep. And there I mean, they weren't adding racers there no was, they were not <laughs> there was eight you had eight oh to pick gosh. that was it <laughs> you had like mario luigi toad peach koopa um a goomba yoshi and uh was bowser, bowser bowser boom that was there it. he is 
So I found out and uh, quickly after shot myself in the foot, I have made a history of sharing as an only child. I haven't had to share things in the past. So I've never been like, don't touch my shit as opposed to like, I have a cousin who has a little sister who he was made to share everything with. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, he didn't want anyone touching his fucking shit ever for like the first 16 years of his fucking life. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, he doesn't care now, but for, for me, I didn't mind. That's why when like my cousin came through and I was having the time of my life on Xbox 360, I gave him my GameCube. Yeah. I just gave it to him. I had no shits to give. Um, my friend's little brother, who was like super into retro gaming, I just wasn't playing my Sega Genesis anymore. It was collecting dust. I had just gotten my GameCube. I let my friend's little brother have my Sega Plus JVC brand Sega CD, which is now going for $600. Yeah. I'm figuring that out. <laughs> I figured that out and cried just a little bit. I'm not, you know, like there was a part of me that was like, I wonder if he'd give it back if I like sought him out and was like, where is this? But who's to tell he even has it for one? Right. Two is that I don't want to be an Indian giver, and you know I would never do it in that reason. But damn, Daniel, stop giving your shit away! Like, <laughs> stop. I feel so dumb. I should go thing. back. But like, emu- like emulators now, I can find my games on emulators, so it's yeah. like real easy. So it's yeah. uh, time passes, times change, things change. I still have my original Nintendo and my original Super Nintendo and my Nintendo sixty four and my GameCube, but my Genesis which I didn't get until after college and I was working at a grocery store and a dude offered to sell me his Genesis and all his games for like 30 bucks. What? That was my first Damn. Genesis. Ooh. And he had some games. He had freaking Sonic and Knuckles. He had Ooh, the first three Sonic. Yeah, the one you could pop in the top of. Yep, yeah. Good shit. Yeah. So you could pop it in and you could play his tales on the other games. See, guys, we're just dying to fucking talk about. We tried to have a somewhat generic WDMR episode to talk yeah. about the brands and things, but if unless like if we don't get a chance to talk about our nerdy shit on Excitement Inc., that's just where we go to. Yeah, it's just immediately like we that's, just that's uh, how it blend happens. into that. We're sorry that's how if it you didn't come for video game stuff today, but guess what? It was still pretty generic. It was still one on the nose. We didn't go into depth. No, you know, we didn't talk. Besides, about, it's us getting to know each other. Come on, we're getting to we're know getting each to other. know each other. We're not. Professionals. You get on board or you get the fuck out. Yeah. Anyway. Please don't leave. Don't leave. We need you, dear. <laughs> don't go anywhere. So, yeah, join our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, around November 1st when we launch it. Well, I don't know if I'm going to put this episode out like just before we might be, you know, we don't know if at the time um, we are at least building a somewhat of a backlog um, yep. to we're recording now in September. We're yep. going to start launching these and start teasing on the Facebook. Mainly because we're adults and we don't want you to miss a week. So we want to build up a backlog so that if we miss a week, you don't. Yeah, exactly. So, so we've got things in place to make sure that this is like an actual quality product, especially since we're going to start asking you guys for help doing it with yeah. your hard-earned money. But it might be up by now, by the time you're hearing this. It might not. But if uh, it if it is, it's going to be at patreon.com slash excitementinc. Go see. Maybe not. If not, mark your calendar for November 1st when we launch it with um, some things. And we have some pretty cool shirts planned as well. Um, I'm hoping we can throw in stickers with the first uh, batch of shirts. So no matter uh, what you end up getting for the merchandise, uh, you will still get some stickers to throw on the car, throw on your water bottle, throw on your computers, whatever you want to do. Yes. Excellent. So thank you for listening to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm going to be a father. Oh, you gonna drop that like that, you piece of shit? Sarah's pregnant. What?
Have that. Holy <laughs> fuck. Congratulations, <laughs> man. What you. the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> that is some horse shit. Don't throw that at me. <laughs> Holy fuck.